Welcome to Lydiard Law with Paul Cott. Tips and tricks for your legal issues. Let's say there's a dispute between you and someone else. It's come to the stage where legal action might be necessary. But wait, is that really so? Are there other ways you can handle a potential legal situation without having to spend time and resources going to court? Yes, indeed, says Paul Cott, Principal at Law on Lydiard, who's with me to go through some of those alternatives. So, Paul, what are some of the different ways to resolve a legal dispute instead of taking the matter all the way through a contested hearing? Um, so you've got negotiation, which is consists of anything from a phone call to emails to letters, um, an informal conference where you just get into the room and see if you can resolve it, um, negotiation. Um, you've got mediation, which is another informal process where you just sit down with an independent third-party facilitator to see if you can resolve the dispute between yourselves. Going up the chain a little bit in formality, then you've got conciliation, which is basically mediation, but where the independent third-party facilitator has some expertise or knowledge in that particular area. And then you've got arbitration, which has been known in the past as an early dispute resolution option or alternative but it's probably a dispute resolution mechanism in its own right. Right. Could I just pick up the phone or could my lawyer just pick up the phone and try to resolve the matter that way? Yeah, we always encourage that, um, even in the course of a legal dispute. So sometimes in the past, lawyers have sort of said to me, oh, you know, you don't let your clients go off and make phone calls and, and say certain things and you've got to be careful about what they might say to the other party. It might damage their case, but I, I tend not to really think that. I mean, I suppose if you really had a concern by that, you might say, look, when you go off and chat to them, make sure you preface a call by you know, saying this is without prejudice. The client probably feel a bit weird about that. But, you know, that that's always encouraged and you just never know. And even if you don't resolve the dispute, which may consist of, for example, six issues, you might be able to resolve one or two, narrow the issues down. If court action is started by me or the other party, do the courts have, as part of the process, a compulsory mediation to attempt to resolve the matter before going to a hearing? Yeah. In every case that I'm aware of, you'll always have to have either a conciliation or a, a mediation, or in some cases in VCAT, it's called a compulsory conference. The difference about that one being the independent third-party facilitator is actually a VCAT member and they will actually be able to tell you how, if they heard the matter, how they may decide it. Not that they will hear the matter because they can't once they've been privy to that prejudiced information. Well, overall, Paul, as a dispute resolution mechanism, how good do you think mediation is? Well, I'm a big fan of mediation, and a lot of the time our clients go up and they're not very confident and they're not really having much faith in it, and it is stressful for them. I get that. But I did say to a client once, if you think this is stressful, you ain't seen nothing yet. Mm. Um, and I wasn't trying to be smart by saying that, but it's it's compared to a hearing, it's not stressful. But it is stressful. You don't know what's going to happen. You know, you've got a significant interest or property interest or a significant amount of money that's at stake. So mediation can be difficult, but I'm a really big fan of it. And I don't know what the percentage rates overall are, but I heard that for example, in the employment law jurisdiction, which I do a fair bit of, settlement rates often reach between about 
80 to 95% of cases at conciliation are settled without ever having to go to a hearing at all. And that's conciliation in the Fair Work Commission, but it's in some ways it's mediation under another name. But I think that's it just goes to show that um, it's really significant. Absolutely. What about conciliation? What's that and how does that differ from mediation? So, again, conciliation, they have it in the two human rights commissions. They have it in the Fair Work Commission. I'm not sure what other dispute resolution forums have conciliation, but it's a completely compulsory part in most cases in the Fair Work Commission. There are some cases when you can just say, I don't want to do conciliation and go to a hearing, but they're the exception rather than the rule. So you've got somebody in the conciliation who, while they can't give legal advice, they are coming to the conference with some technical knowledge and with a bit of an idea as to how strong people's cases are and be able to reality test and assist the parties and saying, well, hey, you've got some problems with your case. Perhaps you might want to think about this. So again, um, conciliations are a very effective dispute resolution option. Are there any other methods of uh, resolving legal disputes? Um, So besides the ones we've mentioned, there's um, expert determination, which is basically where the parties just say it'll be a technical dispute, perhaps in the building industry, where the parties just say it's a clash of experts. That's what the matter comes down to. So let's have an independent third-party expert come in and determine dispute. So that's called expert determination. There's another process in the magistrate's court, which I have had a fairly recent experience with, is called early neutral evaluation. It was before a magistrate where the idea of it is, and they are more common than what people think, that, again, similar to VCAT, you'll have a magistrate sitting there who will be able to reality test and tell the parties what their strengths and weaknesses in their cases are how much it's going to cost, what further evidence may need to be produced and so forth. So, yeah, the Melbourne Magistrates Court is certainly quite strong, in particularly in motor accident cases in what's called early neutral evaluation or ENE. What happens if all the dispute resolution processes fail to achieve a resolution? Well, that's the issue then that people then need to make hard decisions. So you either you bat on to a hearing Uh, You withdraw the case then or soon after or at some point afterwards. You live with the status quo as what it is. So really that's your options. Um, Some people's resources and energy levels are exhausted and they don't want to bat on and they just um, let the thing slide away. But generally, you know, if you do want to pursue it, you, you go on to the next stage, which is either an arbitration, particularly in the Fair Work Commission, or a contested hearing before a judge or a magistrate. And what are the overall benefits of these alternative ways to resolve legal disputes? Um, so the main benefits that I always say is costs, of course. Stress is a significant thing not to be forgotten about and underestimated. Focus, if you've got a dispute between two business people, their focus is going to be away from the business and onto this other external thing going along that has an unpredictability of outcome. Who knows how it's going to go on the day? So for a small business person embroiled in a dispute, their focus is not going to be so much on marketing um, and all the various myriad things that a small business owner has to take account of, but they've got this other thing bubbling along where they may need to go and see lawyers, spend money on lawyers, 
provide documents, look, search for documents, go through emails, discuss it all the time. It just, it's almost, was described by one client to me as like this black cloud hanging over the head and they just wanted a resolution. And then unfortunately what then happens sometimes is they want a resolution and they go to a mediation and look, maybe it's not unfortunate, maybe it is fortunate because it's for the best. They then are just willing to settle for something far less or a fair bit less than what they really would have been entitled to because they just had enough. So all, all these dispute resolution methods to me are really well geared to avoiding the stress, time and the cost and inconvenience of litigation and court hearings where who knows what's going to happen. That's Paul Cott, Principal at Law on Lydiard. You've been listening to Lydiard Law. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or whichever app you access your favourite podcasts. If you've enjoyed this episode or any of the other episodes, why not leave a review? It always helps others to find and enjoy the podcast too. For more information about Lydiard Law or any legal issues you'd like to discuss with Paul, go to lawonlydiard.com.au. Paul Cott and I look forward to your company next episode. Until then, I'm Chris Ashmore. Thanks for listening.